That Force Radio. That Force Radio is rated M for mature. Or should that be immature? So what are you dreaming tonight, Harvey? Peaceful dreams? Nightmares? Maybe both at once. Batman. Two-Face. Batman the Animated Series. This is Professor Pig, thanking you for listening to Bat Force Radio. As some of you may already know, Batman has stopped me and thrown me into Arkham Asylum. However, I do have an accomplice who is out there right now at this very minute, kidnapping all the good people of Gotham, chopping them up into bits, and stuffing them in his trunk. Yes, <laughs> I'm talking about the trunkler. The trunkler, and he will come from Gotham in the night. <laughs> He will make them perfect. He will make them just like Pig. He will make them beautiful. <laughs> I like that uh, that bikini coffee place, but in Texas it's booze. Yeah, and, and they get you your booze. Oh man, that that bikini coffee place. Shit. I mean, you'll probably want to shit and have a boner at the same time. No more rich, ladies and gentlemen. You just do the Superman across the stool top because you can't get it. That's the only way to pee is do the Superman across the toilet seat. Here we go. Welcome back to Bat Force Radio. Who do I have in here tonight? Bat Force Tom says we have to do intros again because we have Casey Kasem. And you have <laughs> we have the, we get the long distance dedication, Casey Kasem. <laughs> <laughs> but we got the trunkler in here on time tonight. Yes. Hey, yep. Oh, hey, yo, blokes. <laughs> Robo Rich. Flarpler. You knew that was coming. Grandpa Batman depends. Oh, nice. Robin Frost being friendly. LPC with nothing clever. I'm just going to say LPC, man. Dirty Jersey. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Jersey <laughs> disco <Jersey>. prize, baby. <laughs> Hanging out with Batcraft's boy, Kevin Smith over here. <laughs> Jim, Jim Lee, Kevin Smith. <laughs> Batman number 49. And, um, well... Just to explain it to anyone who might not even read comics, to make a very long story short, uh, Batman in the comics, he kind of had a big fight with the Joker, lost his memory, kind of. Commissioner Gordon took over as the role of Batman in a RoboCop, RoboBunny suit. Bunny dick. <laughs> Shit hit the fan eventually when this new villain called Mr. Bloom just kind of devastated Gotham because he's able to grow over skyscrapers and just, you know... Fucking cause all kinds of seeds terror. with yeah he plants seeds with you know that gives whoever takes it like powers right so and then they basically become like weeds and they're they're going all over fucking up everything yeah and eventually like die just ugh they gotta they gotta like embed the seeds in under their skin it's just 
brutal. And then eventually Batman, uh, Bruce Wayne starts to, I guess, in a, way, in, in a sense, regain his memory slowly about who he was or is Batman. And then there was just epic part where he approaches um, a reluctant Alfred Pennyworth and says, take me to my cave. And then Alfred is just destroyed because for once he wanted to see Bruce Wayne <clears throat> live a normal life and have like a wife and maybe a family and whatnot. But um, Batman 49 is the issue where Al he um, Bruce Wayne goes back, returns to the Batcave and starts to remember the fact that he is Batman. So um, initial thoughts on this one, boys, open it up. It's very emotional. Right. Mm. It is actually, yeah. I mean, you get you have Alfred, like you said, he don't want him to go down in the cave. Like you know, he wants him to live that normal life, and and then Bruce is like, I'm, and then he stops him and he starts choking him, and mm. you see his little nub, which is amazing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and but, uh, we see Alfred refer to Bruce as his son. Yeah, yeah, yes. that he, he doesn't want him to go back to that. You know, he wants him to leave Batman dead. Uh, he he calls the he says that the cave is a tomb. Really powerful moment. <clears throat> the artist it wasn't Greg Capullo didn't do this issue, but um, Yannick Paquette he yeah. was the visiting artist for this book and did a phenomenal job. I love the design, the way he used all these different circles to go through different panels and whatnot. So yeah, um, cool. real good stuff. And all right, maybe can you guys touch up on this? So basically, Snyder's writing an alternate futuristic outcome where the Court of Owls are working with a cloned Bruce Wayne in the future. Is that what it is? And he's the mayor. He's the mayor, right? That's well, it cool. all it all ties back to that that machine that um, first. That, it, that's how I took it too. It all ties back to that me- machine, which, if you guys remember, um, there was the uh, was in de- that Detective 27 issue that was, I don't know, 2014, where there was a story called 27 that Snyder wrote and Sean Murphy illustrated, and it talked about how there was always going to be a Batman in Gotham because Batman had figured a way out to clone himself. Right. And he always brings him back at around the age 27 they have all the memories of the prior bruce wayne or the original bruce wayne Mm. and they they they're brought back to life right at the moment where they take the oath to be become a bat right so i was always wondering is he going to tie this into the main batman title somehow and he finally did in this arc and it's you know just like the circles in throughout the book everything here is coming full circle i I love the metaphors that he uses throughout the book Mm. and um it all ties back to that machine and that machine you know at the beginning of super heavy it started out with uh no no what was it was it super heavy where bruce wayne was having the dreams where he came to his final you know basically his death he kept having nightmares of his death right before he had to fight the uh superman and wonder woman and all that and then, uh, no, that was the beginning of Endgame. I'm sorry. Endgame. Yes, yeah, yeah. So the beginning of Endgame ties in here. And I, to me, I kind of took it as this machine is kind of tying in all these either futuristic Bruce Waynes that he, the clones will eventually become, or maybe the multiverse somehow. He also did that. Snyder did that in the Future's End one shot. 
I think it was for Detective Comics or something, and the book was about Bruce Wayne, like, penetrating a facility by Lex Luthor to steal something that had to do with cloning, and a really yeah, he, good issue, by the way. Yeah. This lineage of Bruce Wayne's, the concept of it, Batman, it's the whole idea of Batman Eternal. And, and you know what? I think he kind of got that idea maybe from uh, Paul Pope and Batman Year 100. Possibly. That's yeah. my theory. That's my theory. Oh, wait. Nice way wait. to ease us into next week there, Grams. Fucking A, man. See, <laughs> see that? See, there's, there's more than just good looks. And, <laughs> <laughs> and barbecue. <laughs> just a lot of experience with that age. Gotham under a dome? Futuristic Batman. That clone is, like, driving some kind of... I think so, because the sun looks like a bat signal. Yeah. I guess bat cycle is designed is where this it's like this full circle full circle wheel that kind of rides along the wall of the dome so i thought that was really interesting i like how they did that a memorial statue of alfred in the uh the futuristic bat cave yeah that's sweet yeah and they're starting to bring back the oval symbol that's pretty interesting as well okay you see the guy wearing the <laughs> the hat and the little the vest across his vest that has the oval symbol yeah does that look like a young Greg Capullo to you? <laughs> That's who I thought it was. The little mustache and always wore a hat like that. That's who okay. immediately came to mind. <laughs> I'm going to tweet him right now. Yeah, every emotional part right before Alfred takes him down to the Batcave, he just says, he says, um, I'm Batman. Like, as Alfred's, like, on his knees, kind of pleading with him not to go. Yeah, he doesn't want to see, you know, like what Robin was saying, he doesn't want to see his... His son, you know, he he lost his son to the Batman persona already, and you know, it, it, it'd be it'd be devastating to lose him for good. That's what Alfred, you know, that's why I took that Alfred will Bruce Wayne. If this new Bruce Wayne goes back to that that the Batman identity, then he'll be he'll be lost forever. He'll, he'll be he'll he'll never come back. How exactly does Bruce? Um, restore his memory, I suppose. He uses well, that, this that, device. that computer had uh, all voice of his memories. His voice. Yeah, right. it had all of the memories that uh, made him become Batman. Wow. So that every generation of clone that he, you know, would later be replaced by, would be hooked mm -hmm. up to this machine and fed all these memories to create another Batman. That's even including the trauma. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's why uh, Alfred said that uh, every time he tested it, it was killing the subjects because the, the Batman trauma was too much for them to take. Right. The job of Batman ain't for no bitch-ass motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but um, actually what, what Gramps was saying um, earlier about it, um, could it be like different multiverses um, in the future, when Bruce is in the you know the futuristic cave where uh, you know the statue of Alfred's there, one of the looks like I mean looks like a guy in a bulletproof vest, but look, like one of the lead guys on the project, you know, Mister Chill. What do you guys think of that um space ghost Batman suit of the future Batman? <laughs> That's, that was my Weird. first thought. I thought, hmm, Mesco. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, I'll buy it. <laughs> I'll pre-order it right now. Oh, what about this part where cancel your hot toy order, dude? This is crazy. Right, Batman, 
he's in this vehicle with that wheel, and he's like just launch launching these Gatling gun machine guns at this dragon slash whale looking monster, and it just engulfs him. Like that's fucking crazy, isn't it? Some yeah. Cloverfield field shit. Yeah, I was like I'm, thinking that Batman sucks. He can't last <laughs> that long. <laughs> shit. Well, see, um, when when I was reading it, I almost kind of felt like uh, <clears throat> that's why I wanted to. There's so much that goes on in this just this one issue. I wanted to read it again, but um, I don't know. It, <clears throat> excuse me. It almost seemed like that it was reality, and then what? Not really what's going on in Bruce's head, but because with the whole dome, he like shatters the dome, like he's breaking free. And then this monster that he's fighting, I don't know. I was trying to, I was trying to pick, maybe I'm digging too deep into it. Um, you know, the monster being a, maybe the Batman side of him that just finally engulfs him. Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just talking on my ass. <laughs> it's Inception, <laughs> asshole. Yeah, exactly. You know what it reminded me of when he was driving up the side of the dome? The fucking Simpsons movie. Yes. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, <laughs> Homer got the motorcycle. Because in that going up that side of the dome here. I'm like, I've seen this before. Simpsons already Wait, did it. Paquette <laughs> did a really good job drawing this book, and you know he kind of mirrored Capullo's way in a style, but he still kept it his own style. But for a second, when I saw this new suit, it made me really want to see. Uh, the suit that Capullo hinted at Ooh. for his redesign in the upcoming issue 50. Oh, 51 is basically a open letter to not only the fans, but Batman, you know, Capello does the art or whatever. And then that's their last hurrah. <clears throat> you know, what's kind of cool when you're reading the comic. Um, it's similar to dark Knight returns in the beginning. Like Batman has a beard through most of the panels in the book. Right. And then you get the end. And it looks like it's almost totally gone down to stubble. Oh, that's a good observation. Oh, shit. You know what I mean? Like, like Batman's back kind of thing. The, the Observer. Anyway, the way he just looks at him, it's like, save it for the car. Let's get to <laughs> yeah. work. Fuck yeah. So, okay, does that mean that Julie Madison is Joe Chill's daughter? That's what I... I, I was thinking that when I read I'm it. Reading it. Yeah, yeah I, be- I believe that was uh, addressed in uh, early in Super Heavy. Damn, okay. so his father-in-law could have been, potential father-in-law could have been the same person that killed his parents. That's wild. Uh, I like the little scenarios that went through his mind while they were trying to restore his Batman memories. I love, dude. Did you see like Penguin in the little Batman suit with Croc and <laughs> Ivy? I love the one where it says, we have a case to solve, Detective Wayne. That we do, Mr. Gordon. That's yeah. fucking awesome, dude. <laughs> yeah. I love that. You know, that bat suit, I would have preferred over the Robo Bunny suit, where he has, like, it looks like Cyclops goggles on or something, and it says GCPD on the bat, on the yeah, bat logo. Yeah. I would have preferred that over the Bat Bunny suit. Actually. But, you know, I, I think I think we were never supposed to be on board with the idea of this Gordon Batman. You know, that Batman, real Batman, needs to come back. No, and I think it was all done by design, and... and you know, kind of a 
a little bit tongue in cheek, you know. I think a lot of the backlash is, you know, like I said, by design. They purposely made, uh, you know, they even joked about it in several pieces of dialogue throughout throughout the the comic itself. You know, they refer to it as a bunny. I mean, they pay attention to social yeah. media and and responses. So, okay, his his memory of everything's pretty much shot, but he's Batman. Does that mean he? Going forward, that's going to happen where he has no memory of what happened in the past, or I mean, what are they going to do? And then with the whole rebirth thing, it makes you think too because the next two pages are basically splash pages of you know, like what we already talked about, um, you know, Detective Wayne, uh, Mr. Gordon, and it shows Batman with the you know, with the some of the what we would think to be as. His, you know, his rogues, you know, Penguin, everybody in a Batman suit, or the other one where, uh, you know, it looks like he's in water with an octopus and so on and so on, like, you know, in uh, Arabic times or something. Does that allude to the multiverse or does that allude to maybe throughout time or? I think throughout time, you know, with the whole cloning Could thing. be any and all. One of the more impactful parts was when you see him going through this uh, transition, transitioning back to his memories and being, becoming Batman again. And then there's like just this silence. And then um, like that, you know, the, the panels outline like a bat. And then there's that, that glow over him. And he's just still, he looks like the machinist only with <laughs> muscle mass. And then all of a sudden you see all the bats swarm in. Mm. And I was like, Oh fuck. Yeah. That's a nice touch, man. Like the bats know that he's back. <laughs> so does the dog. Maybe, maybe the whole point of Madison's presence with him this whole time was to make sure that he did become Batman again. Meow. This is Selena Kyle. Some call me Catwoman. And when I'm not pulling the perfect crime snatching diamonds along with Batman's heart all over Gotham, I'm curled up next to my kitty. And listening to Bat Force Radio. Batman, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles number three, the halfway point. I have to admit, man, the story is, uh, my initial reaction was, I think the the story, the way it's unfolding so far is, uh, a lot better than I thought it might be when it started, when this book started. I think, um, you know what? That book has it all. It's fun. It's fucking violent, dude. It has a lot of good characters in and I love it man fucking yeah. awesome it's doing it's I, a it's a good book I I think it's done a good job of being true to both sets of characters yes and it's in continuity cuz they mention uh zero year and everything in this one it, yeah yeah so that's pretty awesome if we have um, something that actually fits in continuity cuz you know DC doesn't know how to do that but <laughs> The fact that this does, and it has to do with the Ninja Turtles. I mean, that's fucking crazy. I I love. He yells. He calls a totally awesome team up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bionic. Um, I, I, I liked how, especially like the relationship between Shredder and Penguin. I mean, Penguin's like, so when you leaving? He's like, I'm not leaving. But my guys did all this work for you. He's like, no. And then he's like, yeah, you know what? Um, with this portal, I'm going to take, I, why not take over? Why not rule two cities? And Penguin's like, you know, trying to step up to him. But then Shredder's like, well, 
you know, puts the claws between his face and says, well, we can end the relationship early if you want. Shredder's no joke in this and book. He tells man. him he, he's, he belongs to the Foot Clan now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. he's treating him like a bitch. You wouldn't even call him Penguin. He's like, you got a problem with that bird, man? Shredder's, <laughs> Shredder's yeah. Shredder's no joke in this. So, wait, real quick. So, you know, right at the moment, Penguin's working with Shredder. What was Penguin doing for him? Something with the portal? Yeah, having his uh, engineers work with Shredder's uh, scientist to right. make this portal to kind of link the two worlds. Uh, and I've only read the first volume of the Ninja Turtle story. But, I mean, the way that they... The, if Shredder is anything like this in the the IDW mm. uh, currently running book, uh, I want to buy it now. I'm pretty sure he's more pissed. Shredder's brutal in the other run, the main yeah, run. Yeah, he's not. Dude, the cartoons... Yeah. They don't, I mean, they're I, I like them, but are not violent like how the book is. Like, in this one, what did he do? He almost um, Dude, he cut fucking Ralph's it. artery or something? He did yeah, walk someone's head. Yeah, that part is fucking amazing, dude. He mm. blows up the portal in that guy's head. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. That's that right. Even, um, what was it, uh, issue one? When, I think it was an issue one where... Bat, or the, the the turtles are fighting Killer Croc and some of his goons, and Batman <clears throat> ends up kicking a, uh, some of the Foot Clan ninjas' asses, and Batman's holding up one of the ninjas by the by his neck and asking him, you know, who are you? Who's your boss? And then I don't know where the stars, yeah, go right through this. You know, <laughs> Ninja Bell's <head>. voice. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't give a fuck. He'll kill his own guys. Just to keep him from talking, which... So far, within the first three issues, there's it's on two occasions you see Shredder escape from Batman. I think they're building up to a big fight oh. towards the end of this story. I think it's going to be That's... awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and um, cool seeing how the Turtles and Bats team up and just, like, fuck up the Foot Clan. Um, and then they do a little flashback when... uh. Alfred gets alerted <laughs> that somebody's in the cave. In the Dude, cave. I love that. <laughs> He's and on the fucking dinosaur. That's the best. Yeah. For, for <laughs> listeners out there, basically Michelangelo, the Ninja Turtle, is riding the dinosaur in the bat the bat cave and saying, uh, "What do you say? Uh, this is everything I've ever wanted in my entire life." <laughs> That's golden, man. <laughs> And then Donatello is sporting, you know, he's rubbing one out to the back computer. Yeah, he's loving that too. He's, he's loving what all true the love <laughs> Fucking little rat dick. He calls him Bruce Wayne and then he says how. Yeah. That, that's awesome, dude. Splinter knows Batman's identity. Oh. You guys. Because um, he can smell, damn it. He's a fucking rat. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that hard to figure out. Splinter is telling Batman the story of their world and talking about Shredder. And then you see Krang and Bebop and Rocksteady and everyone. And I'm like, that is awesome. When I saw that, I was was thinking that, are we going to see these guys come in? Oh, man. Well, Krang has something to do with the portal, right? Yeah. 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 So. You know, just the artwork in general. I know in the first issue, we're really skeptical about it, but. I might it it works. It, it just works now. Yeah, it does work, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then Alfred Dude. shows up with a fucking shotgun. <laughs> <laughs>
tell some. I know a good recipe for turtle stew. Yeah, yeah, Alfred. <laughs> that's awesome. That that's after Michelangelo tells Batman, he's like, "Oh man, oh man, you got a robot dinosaur and a robot British dude." <laughs> <laughs> So going back to the Iceberg Lounge, so, um, you know, Turtles and Bats are kicking the Foot Clan's ass, and um, Shredder just decides to blow the fucking portal up, doesn't he? Yeah, mm-hmm. and that guy's head, you know, Dr. Khan, you know. <laughs> it's scientist guy's You know head. what that reminds me of when he killed the doctor? It was similar to when Bane killed that, um, what was that, that nu- nuclear scientist that could yeah. could have disarmed the bomb and got them. That reminded me yeah, of that scene. That's, that's the the only game. person in the world that could do it, yeah. Yeah. So They're expecting it. one of us in the wreckage, brother. <laughs> Fire rises. Did you wash your hands? Lovely, lovely trunk. The trunk now rises. <laughs> Dude, it's brutal, man. Shredder blows that shit up. Raphael goes, he's hot-headed. He's the Brooklyn Ninja Turtle, so he just... Goes right at Shredder, just like in the movies, and he's like, uh, "You can't do that." And Shredder just slices the motherfucker, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. I could, I could feel that, man. That was brutal. Hits him with the right. And uh, look at the penguin; he's like shook as fuck. What? <laughs> yeah, he dipped out fast as hell, man. You don't even see him leave. He's just gone, grabbing his top hat. Peace. Good so people. He nicked, of yeah, he nicked Ralph's artery. We keep forgetting that the turtles, then the teenagers, so they're just like. You know, shocked and devastated once they see Ralph bleeding, and uh, they feel like they have to get him uh, back to the back cave quick. So Shredder's able to escape um, on that chopper, hanging on that chopper. And uh, this part was uh, right. He thinks it's his guys that are flying the helicopter. He's talking to himself like, "We got outnumbered, and or yeah. sorry, our numbers depleted, but we'll we'll grow strong and we'll you know uh, get back to it." And thinking that you know, because it's his helicopter. So he climbs right up in there, and then boom, Ra's al Ghul wants to be partners with Shredder. And this makes so much fucking sense because their personalities are very similar. And you have the, what, the League of Assassins along the with the Foot Clan? Yeah. Yeah. So, it's cute, yeah. man. Yeah. And you got these ninjas looking like they came right out of Batman Begins. You know, I, I don't ever would When I saw that, I never would have... I never thought that they were going to go with this route, but like what Bat was saying, it makes perfect sense because they're both ruthless. They both, you know, um, Rajal Ghoul has in the past plenty of times just had his, you, uh, you know, you looked at me the wrong way, kill yourself. And then, you know, the, one of the assassins kills him, you know, because they follow him so religiously. Same with that the Foot Clan does with Shredder. Yeah. I really want this story to be longer than six issues. Twelve issues. We were teased with that cover. I forget what was it, issue four or five, where you see Shredder releasing like all of the rogues from Arkham Asylum, and they're just like flooding out of there. Is that is that coming up? I think it might be the next issue. Um, let me yeah, get rich on uh, the invisible horn real and, quick. And... <laughs> If the turtles were, you know, what you grew up with, or you just like them in general, and you like Batman, I mean, whether you like one or you, or, you know, if you, if you only like Batman but you never really know much about the turtles, I mean, it's a good story. If you like turtles but not really into Batman, it's a good story. So, 
and anybody could hop on on it's very hopping on friendly because you know you just start off with a new story a new arc yeah, so. you, don't need to, you don't need to know about anything in the past you don't need yeah. to know you need to know who the trunkler is though because oh yeah fuck yeah if you don't then yeah. big time who doesn't <laughs> So many goddamn toys, mother. This is Batman Villains, aka the Trunkler. The Trunkler. Keep that shit locked on Bad Force Radio. Tom, did you bring us some supper? Oh, Tom. I just actually finished it myself. <laughs> it was no, a, uh, it. It was was a it delectable. Uh, I'm sorry. Is it warm? Yeah. <laughs> well, it wasn't <laughs> cold, asshole. <laughs> hey, what about that soup? Hey. What about in Returns when Alfred brings uh, Michael Keaton that soup and he takes a sip of it and he spits Gaspacho. it out and he's like, "Thank you." Well, I don't think it's Gus. What isn't? What's gaspacho exactly? Does anybody know? It's just, I know it's, it's just cold it's tomato cold soup. soup. Cold soup. Oh, it's cold. Man. It's supposed to be, sir. It's fucking stupid. My brother trying to get oh, it to me. I don't care. In the case. Oh, oh man, if they do a live action version of Hush, oh man, that's about it, <laughs> man. <laughs> I have to separate bank accounts. Why it's gonna go crazy with all the toys? I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get all the hot toys. <laughs> <laughs> to see what uh, what Tom, if if it's true if Tom King is actually the writer, I'm excited to see what what uh, he brings out into the uh, the Batman uh, universe here. I went back to the uh, the shop this weekend after I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna fucking read up on this guy. So I went back and I got a bunch of back issues of Omega Man. Man, that's and, dedication. You hear that, Bat Force Radio listeners? Yeah. Bat oh, Force so, Tom making the trip out to the to the comic hey, shop, doing some research. Hey, yeah, I was, I was gonna, I was gonna, I was thinking, you know what? I should research this, and I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna use Wikipedia. No, we can eat it. I'm gonna, go, <laughs> I'm, gonna do, I'm gonna do some crazy. I'm gonna go to an actual comic shop, get some back issues to get my information. I got some issues of Omega Man, and then I got uh, the last arc of Grayson. I haven't read that one yet. I was reading Omega Man, dude. That book is fucking sweet. If you guys aren't reading it, it's very fucking cool. It's like, uh, it's like, you know, it's like uh, extended universe stuff where it's obviously happening far off, uh, away from anything else in the DC universe, and it's all about um, these Omega Men who are kind of like, they haven't really revealed their. I know there was a previous run like years ago, a title Omega Men years ago, but this is kind of like the revitalized, and it's this team of dudes that have this kind of like plan that they don't want to reveal and uh kyle kyle rayner the green lantern uh i don't want to give any spoilers but he's in it and uh it's just really really fucking cool and um i'm all caught up on that so i'm kind of excited to see where that goes yeah dude it should be pretty cool oh what's his name i gotta shout out to what's his name max power he's a good dude follows the force and uh, he gave me the he gave me the heads up on where i should read as far as tom king goes and uh, Triple J is also another dude that really likes Tom King. So those two guys are really down for that guy coming over to uh, Batman. <clears throat> but yeah, man, I was just trying to get read up on on the new, you know, supposedly the new writer. And he's got some chops, man. Um, I loved what I was reading. So and King is the same guy. Uh, King's the same guy writing Vision right now, right? Yeah. Yeah. And Sheriff of Babylon. What we really need is a Trunkler Limited. Um, yeah. Like a six issue, six, six issue run. I mean, <laughs> well, I, I think the the character is probably too uh, complex to get in a six issue run, but I think it'd be really good just to get one out there 
you know, to get readers <laughs> interested. So later on, you can maybe do like a 12 issue or an ongoing. I, I do agree with that, though. Oh, really, that would really make good. me dab like Fred Flintstone. Yeah, but dab doo doo. You have to turn the comic vertically. The so when you open the book, it opens like a trunk. While you read, yeah. It. Oh man, you, you, you open it. I'll call Image Comics right now. We're on to something. <laughs> yeah, sitting on a gold mine. Anyone's going to C two E two, the big comic book convention in Chicago this year. The Trunkler will be part of the press on behalf of Bad Force, the Bad Force. So all right, yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah, Scott uh, Scott Snyder here. Uh, interview for the Bat Force. Uh, take one there. Uh, Scott, seeing as you are in the fair city of Chicago, uh, what local pizza eateries would you happen to come across, say, uh, during this trip here? A... Yeah, he's gonna have he's gonna have no questions about comics, all questions about deepish pizza. Oh yeah, and, and I, I I would be okay with that. I would listen to the <laughs> shit out of those interviews. Get Jeff Johns on the goddamn <laughs> phone. <laughs> Get Jim Leon on line two. To the ruins of... Son of a bitch brought the war to us. Calm down. Superman delivering pizzas. I mean, he lives in fucking Metropolis, Call which is... Superhero pizza and just fucking yeah. make millions. He could probably make that shit with his laser eyes in two seconds and then fly it to your house. <laughs> Yeah, Shit. but then you probably hey, get cancer from cooking it with his eyes. Yeah, from uh, cooking it with his uh, heat vision. Oh, yeah, but is it a, a deep dish there, soups? Uh, <laughs> or, is it a giant, or is it a giant triangle piece? It wouldn't make sense because... You know, uh, Quick trailer note, uh, Robin, did Harley and Ivy come out this week, deluxe edition? It did. Nice. Grabs, you gonna get that? Hardcover. The what? The Harley Quinn. It's uh, Batman, Harley, and Ivy. The the Paul Dini, Bruce Tim stories in hardcover. Oh, that'd be cool. Oh, As the know, trailer approved. Actually, I listened to uh, another podcast. What? Cheating bastard. Uh, get him out of here. With Paul Dini Radar. on it today. <laughs> I'm not gonna say the name, but Paul Dini was on there. <laughs> no cheating balls. <laughs> he is. He's a funny guy. Uh, you know, Tom's buddy. Yeah, and it was just. Kind of cool. Did he, mention, did he mention me? Uh, no, this was from like five years <laughs> yeah. ago. So yeah, he said he said come back to the yard cell anytime. <laughs> <laughs> he, he gets like really emotional about some of the stories he writes, like I almost to the point of crying. He's a great. He's such a great writer, man. Yeah, he's like on the Mount Rushmore of fucking Batman writers. Well, yeah. what was funny was that he said his wife knows. If he's written something he's proud of, because he'll be in his office kind of crying a little bit, and she's like, "Oh Lord, you wrote another story." <laughs> he loves it. He loves Marries a magician. So I picked up the Ed Brubaker Batman trade today. Oh, you found with one with clean sheets. Pages. Yeah, no <laughs> wrinkled, no smudges, no boogers in the pages. <laughs> Walmart special. What else besides Batman? Like indies, you guys picking up and reading and stuff like that Ooh, outside of Gotham. Gotham. Beyond I got, Gotham. Uh, it's not yet. It's not exactly out, but I still got to read the first three Swamp Thing issues. I haven't even gotten to them yet with um, Len Wein and uh, Kelly, Kelly Jones, Jones on it. Yeah. Uh, and to be honest, I kind of just pulled out the Justice League Dark Side War issues again because I'm going to reread those oh, to get freshened up. Um, what else have I got out of here outside of Gotham? Uh, Judge Dredd, I think they just started up again. 
IDW started up again. They they were off for a couple of months, so I'm excited about that. Um, Tokyo Ghost, I got to get caught up on. Oh, Sean a, Murphy, Rick Remender. That's like my second favorite right now is uh, oh, Tokyo yeah. Ghost. I, I, I just rerun it again, and it sucks that it doesn't come out. They, what they don't come back till April? Mm. Oh, you know what, Scott? Let me just get let me just get image on the phone real quick. We'll fix that right up. Right. <laughs> Hold on, my invincible computer. Scott, sorry, they're not meeting your standards for for timeline, and when they say things are gonna come out. Oh, yeah, yep, yep, plunka. <laughs> you piss off, you plonker. You <laughs> piss off, mate. Well, I used to love when Scott. Holy hell, Scott! When we first, when we first started talking on Skype, Scott wouldn't even like really use his real voice. He would just like give shit back to Hagrid, in like his in his like Shag's <laughs> Hello, voice. <bro. laughs> Descender. I have to get caught up on Descender. How am I Dude, the only so one many... pulling Constantine? I Nameless. Constantine. Grant Morrison, Chris Burnham. They're on a break right now. <laughs> That's a long break. <laughs> Extended. And then I got this one book called Birthright. Was anybody reading Birthright. that? Josh That's Williamson. The from Nail Nailbiter. Yeah, Josh Williamson. This one's this one's about um this kid goes into the woods with his dad and they're like playing and uh, the kid like disappears out of nowhere and no one ever knows what happens and everyone assumes that the dad murdered the kid and like flash forward to twenty years later. No, flash forward to like a year later. And the kid resurfaces as a grown man, but he's like a fucking like barbarian warrior, and he's like lived a full life, and like everyone's tripped the fuck out. Like, where did this guy go? He's been gone for or like eh, it's like five years, but um, all of a sudden he comes back, and he's like a lot older, but he is the actual little boy that got lost. So I haven't read it all yet, but yeah, <laughs> you're drunk. You hear him laugh after <laughs> time travel trunk. Yeah, but all I think about is Dark Side War. Vader's gonna be. <laughs> you guys up to date with Nailbiter? Oh yeah, yeah dude. The, the, the last issue, the last page. Oh, yeah. yeah, I gotta read that. Too. Dude, I, uh, is I'm it a Nailbiter? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, yes. <clears throat> I've read all the way up to issue twelve, and I was, and my shop keeps. I think they keep forgetting to get me 13 and 14, but I have all of them to current except for two issues right in the middle, and I'm stuck. Scott's pissed. You hear him get pissed? I, I am fucking pissed. Oh, because then I, shit, tell him, God, damn it. I ask him about, hey, can you get, get the get center Get Dr. Phil on line two, Rich, please, brother. Please. Does your shop know who you are? Have you? Well, have you I know, right? Have you have you used that line? Sometimes, you know, when they don't have shit, I, I just say, do you know who I am? And they're like, oh, shit. So they know you're company. fucking serious. Oh, we got a grandpa Batman. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, last week I asked them, oh, shit, come guys. Out to my you car. Guys All you got to say is, like, come out to my car. Come out to my car. <laughs> no fucking. I, I asked them, hey, can you guys get me Descender issues two through most current? A week later, they get me every single fucking issue. Nailbiter, it's been like a month since they've been trying to get fucking two month. issues for me. You know, if you told them you're the trunkler, they would have opened up a little hatch door and pulled out the comics for you. you want. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh. All right, can hey, Beck, can you edit that out? <laughs> oh, yeah, you better throw <laughs> Oh, That's a breach of contract. <laughs> hey, call up human resource on line five. The two guys are getting Rich fired again. Wes, you up with a stern email. Wes gives me a three-page fucking three-page hey, complaint. The wife's gone. I don't have to talk quiet at all. I can talk all night. What?
Dude. <laughs> Gramps, is she going to like some lawnmower convention where they're displaying all the new models <laughs> and shit? <laughs> oh, yeah, she... Scott, she's in a lawnmower college. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, when, when my wife went to Romania, oh man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. You ever shove a sock up? <laughs> Stuff it with like the gold first. What are you What are you planning on doing with all these figures that you just have boxed up? Uh, well, you know, uh, planning on maybe one day becoming a toy photographer. <laughs> and I, I, I wanna, I wanna know, and I wanna see like the heartbreak that she experiences when she hears. <laughs> like she knows when, uh, this is not the man I married. Kind of like when uh, when Ralph gets his heart broken by Lisa. Bart keeps oh, rewinding it. You can see where he actually broke his heart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when my wife looks at my like toys, burning. she realizes that her future has been destroyed. Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I know it's that like... look well. Dude, it's like learning about and just looks at me and just gets real quiet and she's just like looking around. Like this little pile over here is getting bigger every week. <laughs> He's already preparing his hiding spot. You're like you're like Ferris Bueller, man. I root for you all the time. I all, like, yours, all your comic shops, all your WalMarts, they have your back. Dude, you know? <laughs> I root for you all. <laughs> oh, that's fucking beautiful. Oh, God, I'm fucking crying. <laughs> I root for you all the time. So I just choked on my Batman cereal. <laughs> oh, is, that cereal is that cereal really that bad? It's terrible. I didn't buy it. It, says on the it says on the box, uh, raspberry. Like shit on the box. Something in chocolate, strawberry and chocolate. I'm like, in a cereal? I don't know if you could fucking pull that off. So I didn't buy it because of that. Hmm. Well, dude, I crushed the Superman, but that one I gave away. Does it taste like Captain <laughs> Crunch? Dude, I have tits. I gave that box away. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You fucking suck. We, damn, we gotta get a taste test, man. I want to feed that to the ducks in the pond. <clears throat> we gotta get a live taste test. I think that should be something we do next week with Colt. That'll be actually kind of good. Periscope it. Right, See I'll if we I'll can. The pick. You know, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna do one and just smash my face in it. But, uh, <laughs> you know what? I'll, I'll just I'll save Colt and you the expense. I'll mail you my box. Is that bad? <laughs> I, the first time I saw them on the shelves, I'm like, oh sweet, I'm gonna buy this and. My wife looks at me and she's like, "You're, you're gonna eat, you're gonna eat cereal out of nowhere. You're just gonna eat it." I'm like, "Eat it? Fuck that! I'm gonna keep it." She goes, "No, put it back." Buy to put on the shelf. I'm like it's for display purposes. You don't want to get smudges on it. Tom, swear, mate. After I get this bad like don't invest this mezco. That's it. I'm done, boy. Packing it in. That's it. Last for all. And then, Kelly's told and then me. Goes, I've already promised her, and I've got, I've got twelve, I've got twelve different Lego sets coming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Grimothy Frog. I'm typing a Batman story.